It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye height to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawksness, your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a nasty little Nebraska desert. We are back again, joined by the boys. We got the Miller Light Delight, Matt, Kyle, one of the greatest kickers of all time, Schlicker, and Marty, the sauce, sauce, saucy sauce. How's it going, boys? It's good. How are you doing? Great to be back. It's good. Everybody's got their drinks ready. We're going to do our week two picks here. Um we're we're gonna have to we're gonna address the elephant room here in a minute but first we're gonna um talk about last week marty marty and kyle looks like you guys tied for first place and uh matt and i are still just with two points so uh kyle and marty are at three i want to say one thing i was the only one that believed in notre dame and they held it close (laughs) you were take that (laughs) that's funny you were if i wouldn't have got that one i would have so I still you would have had one. <laughs> yeah, not so good. Not so good. But time to address the elephant in the room. So c- congratulations, Marty and Kyle, for having the lead. Um, Matt, you better polish up that belt. You might have to hand it over if the key <laughs> things keep trending in this direction. And that um, was a bad week for me. I, oh. I, I have a simple goal for the first season that I'm on this podcast. I don't right. care how bad you and Kyle beat me. I just have to beat Matt. That's all. That's all. I just have to beat him by one. Oh. All right. Yeah, not going to be very hard to do, Marty. I, I believe in you, Marty. I think you can do I it. I believe in you, too. So, guys, what in the hell happened with the offense on Saturday? Like, I, I don't have words for it. Um you know, all I can really say, and I want to hear each of your guys' thoughts on it, and I, I have some telling stats that um, aren't surprising whatsoever. Um, let me preface this with, again, Spencer Petrus, great guy, wonderful person, wonderful human being. Everybody likes him. High character guy. I just don't think he's good enough to play Division One college football. I just don't. Um, he, he practices well. And he does all the right things off the field, but there's certain guys that when they get in the game, they don't have the moxie. They don't step up on the big stage, you know, and nothing against him as a person. He just can't get it done. And watching him 
under center last week looked like that was his first game playing football in his life. Um, the rest of the team, there's a lot of things to clean up. The offensive line didn't look good. There was a lot of, a lot of problems, a lot of problems. Um, but Spencer, again, this is what gets me frustrated. Why, why didn't we try to get somebody in the transfer portal at the quarterback position in the offseason? It's the um, stubbornness and the I'm going to do it my way, the old way from this coaching staff that I think is an elite coaching staff. It's a really great staff, but the inability to evaluate the quarterback position has continually hamstringed this program over time and time out over the last 20 years. Um, Matt, I, I just want to get what your thoughts are. I'm super frustrated as I'm sure every other Hawkeye <laughs> fan listening is. I thank God we have a, a top five defense because if not, that, that would have been, horrible to watch what what do you what do you think Matt Matt you were there well, I was there right it was it was ugly the, I mean the fans were kind of ugly too I, I might have been one of them maybe uh is tough to watch um there was just a lot of overthrows he could squeeze in a pass here and there it's like wow that you know maybe he's gonna get it and then he you know the next play overthrow a short pass by 10 yards it's just frustrating to watch but you're right about the Offensive line, um, they didn't really give him a whole lot of protection. Uh, and then also the, the receivers didn't re- really create that great a separation for him either. Uh, I mean, there was a few times where he definitely should have made passes he didn't. And his percentages, his passing percentage was in the 40 percentile, I would guess. It's, yeah. probably, it's not good. Yeah. So that's – it's just – it's tough to watch against the Jackrabbits and FCSD. I know they're on the high end of the FCS league and they could probably beat some of the lower end big 10 teams, but I mean, it's still, if we want to have a good year, we have a tough schedule. We need to take care of business and get it fixed. And granted, you know, I know we had some guys out, you know, we had, we're down a guy at running back, you know, Keegan Johnson was out. Nico Regani was out, but at the same right. time, Injuries. you know, at the same time, I, I know it's South Dakota State. Like we should have been able to get something going, right. something. Um, Kyle, you know, the the guy missed a field goal too. What? I mean, I want to hear your take on the kicker side of things. Let me sit down for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Kyle. I was, Kyle, what do you think? I, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I I was disappointed to see that. You know, and look, I I think I missed. One of my first few, well, I can't remember. It's all, it's all spotty. Uh, but, you know, uh, Aaron Blom, he's been there for, he's been there for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know too much about him. I was disappointed to see that, you know, it's a 40 yarder. I tell people all the time, a 40 yarder, if you're a division one kicker, a division, a 40 yard uh, field goal is a chip shot. And I know I missed a, a few of those too. Um, but it just shouldn't be happening. Uh, anyway, um, my point of view on the whole Spencer interest thing, and you know, like, I, look, I'm, I'm a kicker, man, but I do quite you know, observe when I was on the sidelines. I played with Drew Tate, you know, and I got to see Nathan Chandler play, and I got to see Brad Banks play. I got to see how those guys reacted when they knew they had a bad game. I got to see how those guys reacted in the locker room. I got to see how those guys reacted when – you know, it was the next week of preparation. And all I'll say is that, you know, I've seen his interviews. There's this bravado, there's this, this, this bravado about him that I don't like. Uh, it's like he's okay with having a mediocre game. 
And I don't know if it's the whole social media thing and it's, uh, the, the, you know, them getting paid now. I, I don't know what's going on. But, like, I, I know that if Drew Tate had a game like that, he'd be so we, – we'd be hearing cuss words throughout the locker room. He'd be there, uh, you know, 22 out of the 24 hours out of the day trying to get better. Uh, he wouldn't, you know – I don't know, man. I just – he just wrong way. And I think, you know, I was around too many guys who were – so disappointed with themselves, even with the slightest amount of mistake. I mean, Nate, I got to stand Nate for years and watch everything he did. And when he missed a field goal or even in practice, and it was rare, I got to see how he reacted to that. And that guy, you know, and I tried to emulate all that stuff. Uh, but all those guys, I mean, you could go across the line, Robert Gallery, Chad, Chad Green, you know, um, Matt Roth. I mean, we could list them all. And I just don't. So what I'm getting at is uh, I don't like, the attitude that I see. And what I, one thing I will say is I don't, uh, one thing we don't know and before is something going on behind the scenes that we don't see that we can't tell. Maybe he's like an absolute superstar during practice. And again, like your, your players, uh, your coaches are only as good as your players ability to, to, to execute the plays during game day. Um, uh, you know, case in point, I, I didn't practice the entire week between, Minnesota 04 to Wisconsin of 04, but then I kicked three field goals and, uh, you know, all my, all my kickoffs went out of the end zone. Um, Cause I had a job to do, but uh, maybe there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And I bet you that those coaches behind the scenes that we don't see it, uh, they're reaming, you know, they're, uh, they're giving him, they're giving him some lip because I hope so. <laughs> what's happening yeah. during, What's happening during the week in practice is not what's happening. You know, it's you're supposed to replicate that, and it's yeah. not happening. So maybe that's I'm playing devil's advocate here. Maybe, maybe that's what's happening. He's a superstar during practice. You know, just absolute on fire. But then it's not happening during the games, and that's why they keep putting him in because he keeps proving himself every single week. And you guys have been on been on teams where there's guys that are practice players. They're in practice and they tear it up. And then they get in the game and they freeze up and they don't do anything. You know, there, there's guys that are like that. And Spencer, I mean, this is your senior year. If you don't have it figured out by now, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not going to. I mean, let's look here. Um, 11 for 25, 109 yards and an interception. That's not going to get it done. You have the lowest QBR in Division One football in week one. And like, you know, I feel sorry for like, you know, our defense, we're literally having to drag them into the end zone to like ensure we get a safety just so we can get some points on the board. Two, two safeties. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Jack drug him right into the end zone. Marty, what, what are your thoughts from what you saw? We watched the game together. Um, I got to tell you, and you know, was it obviously wasn't your fault nor mine, but that might've been the most uneventful game watch I've ever been a part of. It was kind of boring we just sat there twiddling our thumbs like wanting to cheer and get excited for something and like we had a that was the attitude in the stadium is Mark- like everybody wanted to cheer and get behind the defense and all the whole team but it's like once the offense took the field there wasn't anything yeah. to cheer about tory taylor the punter that's about it everybody was cheering for him yeah chanting uh, mvp <laughs> marty marty what are your thoughts marty i think tory's gonna win the heisman he better <laughs> he's gonna have some numbers um you know i guess we can look back since i'm the last one to talk we can look back and uh you know say say oh, the o-line and uh Petros and I, I don't know kyle 
what happens to your confidence after a while? I mean, I played small time basketball in college, but what happens to your confidence when you get booed by the home crowd that much? And for, he he had a, he had a tough off season from uh, Hawkeye fans as well. So what happened Saturday with uh, with Spencer's uh, confidence? Well, uh, you know, um, all I'll say about that is that, uh, you know, when your fans are doing that and you're at home, um, that's a huge gut check. And, you know, there's only so much that the coaches can do. Um, but that's where great teammates come in. And again, I was surrounded by some magnificent people that I was able to watch where when we were hit in the face with adversity and, you know, conflict and um, stress and, you know, like situations um, that we weren't used to, um, I got to see how everybody react and uh, reacted. And um, it hits you hard. Uh, it should be a gut check. You know, I mean, uh, every single person on that team should be uh, one or two clicks higher in, as far as pace and attitude this week during practice. You know, every single person, including the coaching staff. I mean, again, like I, I don't really watch interviews or anything like that. But on Tuesdays was our interview guy was our interview day, and that's mm-hmm. always when you can kind of tell what the attitude of the team was, win or lose, based off of last week's. And, uh, you know, I just hope that that they all realize that we know that they suck right now. Like they got lucky, (laughs) lucky. They really did. I mean, it it was embarrassing. I got all my Mm -hmm. friends texting me like, hey, what's going on? Seven to three. What's up with this? You know, it's seven to three and no touchdown. (laughs) It's embarrassing. You know, I mean, again, and then, you know, I I, tell you, you can talk about Penn State in 04 with the six to four game, you know, and all that stuff. But that was a little bit different scenario. That wasn't the first game of the season. And that was also Penn State. Penn State, not yeah. the Jackrabbits. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a bit of, it's a bit embarrassing. So I did you know. hear one um statement, I guess that was kind of crazy to think about. I mean, this by any means isn't gonna happen this year from what I see, but in two thousand and nine, the year we went to the Rose Bowl, uh, we had to block two field goals against Northwestern or sorry, you and I, University oh. of Northern Iowa, to win that game. And then we went on to go to the Orange Bowl. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, was, things can turn if you I have the right players. For the, I think, the I, team. Yeah. I think so, I'm just I think I'm just getting sick of, uh, you know, I'd rather – let's play Notre Dame right off the bat. And even if we lose, it was probably a hard-fought game. And that's, right. more, that's a bigger character builder than – I agree. Working really hard to do South Dakota State and right. tweaking it out, you know. The win almost feels like a loss, even though it was a win. I, know, yeah. well, I mean, well, how Kirk's, bad is that? Kirk's got on record, and he said, as long as we keep playing Iowa State in the before our conference played that, we're not going to schedule any other big-time opponents. So yeah. – that's that's his his philosophy, and until the NCAA starts holding people's feet to the fire and making them schedule a, a tougher non conference schedule, this is the right. way it's just going to be. Right, and the Big Ten's kind of doing that for us a little bit. We played uh, Illinois or in, sorry Indiana uh, a few years back as the opener. So I mean, there's some, and we do play nine Big Ten game versus a lot of the other conferences are only playing eight in conference mm-hmm. games. So I mean, there's some toughness there, but. All right, guys. I know what you're saying, Kyle. I agree. Well, uh, go ahead, Kyle. Well, just Marty to finish off what you asked. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge gut check. It's just you know, like it sucks. Um, 
but the best we can do is just, you know, no one knows we are a team. We are, we, we, you know, no one knows what goes inside, goes on inside those, those closed doors. So we just got to make sure that we come back out the next week. And that's what we would always do. I, I was fortunate enough to play on, you know, to be on five years of very successful teams. So I don't want to say that I don't know what it feels like to lose, but you know, there were some tough losses that, that we had to swallow. And um, sure. I just know that I was able to watch that response and it was incredible to see, um, Again, no one was smiling. No one was high-fiving. No one was chest-bumping. I mean, people were pissed at each other, and everyone held each other accountable, even the stars, even the guys. I remember kicking five field goals in Minnesota, you know, setting two school records in one game, and uh, I was getting ice on my leg that next day in, uh, inside the training room, and Ed Hinkle walked in, and he's like, hey, great game, but forget about it. Mm. Move on. Next yeah. game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's that's all we can do at this point um coming up next uh this weekend we have uh iowa state now marty whew, we're favored by i believe three in this one the three hawkeyes half, are i thought it said it, i've seen th- three and three and a half i've seen both um yeah. <clears throat> i'm a little worried about this one marty i know this game is usually always pretty close um iowa state last week beat southeast missouri 42 to 10 so they put up 42 points. Granted, it was Southeast Missouri, but hey, I don't know. Uh, Marty, where do you see this one going? What are your thoughts on this game? I'm thinking an eight to five score. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, yeah, I know Iowa State scored. Again, it was like you said, Southeast Missouri State. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Hawks are favored by three. Uh, I think it's going to be a three-point game. I really think it is. Something like a 13 to 10, 10 to 7, something like that. I could I could see that. I think that's a really intelligent pick. I um and we got to make sure that we take a step back and acknowledge our sponsor for the six pack challenge. Uh, I got a little ahead of myself. Bad host. Um, our sponsor for the six pack challenge, Meyer Electric. <laughs> Meyer Electric providing shockingly good service. Shockingly good service <laughs> since 1833. A long time. I mean, that's a long time that's to be providing that's a big business. Oh, that you're providing electricity for that long to the community. So thank you to Meyer Electric for being our sponsor of the uh, the six pack challenge. Um, we jumped the, jumped the gun too. I, Matt was like cracking his beer and let me know. So there you I go. There Ooh, you go. I heard six, a pop pop. Yeah. Six pack challenge, baby. All right, we're going to move on to so, Kyle. What Marty? Ahead, who did you pick there? What was the actual pick? And he picked uh, Iowa. I'm, I'm picking Iowa. I'm picking okay. Iowa by uh, it, it. It may be close to three, but I'm going. I'm going with Iowa. Okay. okay. All right. Um, we got a we got one hell of a secretary in the Miller Light Delight. Thank you for taking notes. I suck at it when I'm trying to do all this, so I appreciate you doing that. I figured if I didn't, it would be. Like- it would, you know. It's a lot easier that way. All right, Kyle, where do you see this one going? Now we're playing. We've got we're playing the clones. It's going to be a three p.m. kickoff on the Big Ten Network. Uh, where do you see this one going? At home, right? Yes, at home. Yeah, Big Ten Network. Um, you know, man, I have never, ever, ever, ever been intimidated by Iowa State. Or their fans. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I was heavily recruited by them. I was good friends with Dan McCarney. 
and beat his wife Barbie in a ping pong match many times. <laughs> and I just, I just don't get it. Uh, I've got some good friends that are, that are huge Cyclone fans and I just don't, you know, and I'm not, I'm, this isn't trying to be funny. Like I legitimately don't understand, but you know, they're playing, a, they're coming into our house. They have beat us before. I, I think in my five years, they beat us twice, I think. Um, once in 02, and then another time, and I think in 03 or 05. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but uh, I'm definitely going with Iowa on this one. There's just no way in hell they're coming in to, uh, to beat us at home. It's just not going to happen. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Kyle's, Kyle's taking the Hawks. Yeah, Matt- I, I- I can't tell you the score or anything like that. I just know we're going to win. All right, Matt, what are your thoughts? Where do you see this one going in the Cyhawks series? I I think there was a lot to learn on Saturday, and this is a veteran staff, so they're going to fix a lot of things. A lot of issues will get paved over. Things are going to progress. from week, The first week in Kirk's football teams – they make the biggest strides and the most improvement in that first week. So I just, I, I see us improving quite a bit. Uh, it's going to be a close one, like everybody's saying, but I still think that I was got it by, I don't know, more than three, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but it'll be close. It'll be, it'll be touch and go. So. Okay. So you're taking the Hawks. I'm taking the Hawks. <clears throat> All right. Um, I decided I made my pick earlier in the day when um, I sent these out to you guys. And I want to preface this by saying I love the Hawks more than any team, more than anything in the sports realm. That is my love and my passion. Um, For the first time ever, I'm not picking them. uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State. I have no confidence in our quarterback right now. Zero. He has no composure. Um, When he gets the ball, I – you know, I've seen many a high school quarterbacks handle themselves better than he does in the pocket. Uh, I, I don't trust him. And the offensive line I thought was going to be a lot better. When you have a shaky offensive line, which we didn't look good uh, in, in week one, and the quarterback, in, in my opinion, is he, he's performed worse than any quarterback I've ever seen uh, in the black and gold. Um, I, I just, my confidence is shot. And, um, and if we can't even, you, you know, we're, we had great field position every single time we got the ball against South Dakota state, we can't even drive the ball in from the 30 against South Dakota state and score a touchdown. That's a major, major problem. That's a problem that doesn't get fixed in one week. Now I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. So next week when we do this, give me all the crap in the world. I hope that God would destroy him. And, the, you know, it's 45-3 <laughs> Iowa wins. Like, I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going with Iowa State. And I'm going with Iowa State by um, two touchdowns. So, Man, I'm going to abuse you on Saturday at the Cyhawk uh, watch. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I, it makes you're, me feel horrible. You're saying they're going to kick Iowa's ass. <laughs> I think they will. I think it's. I. I. I think our defense. I think our defense is going to keep it. You know, with within you know a couple touchdowns, and but you know what? Like the defense and special teams can't do everything. Right. The the offense has to step up. You know. So. I think it's great, man. Sometimes you got to get punched in the balls and the face at the same time. You know. Yeah. Right. And (laughs) that's to realize that you need to get your stuff together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think Spencer has it to get together. I think he wants it. 
I think he really wants it. I don't right. think that he's got the mental and emotional composure to to perform in front of 70,000 fans. Uh, I just, we haven't seen it. I think he's got the physical tools. I think it's up here in his head. That's where I think that it, it just doesn't correlate. Because every once in a while, you saw even against South Dakota State, he'll sling one downfield and fit it you, you know, in a small gap. And you're like, wow, okay. That's must that must be what he's doing in practice, but fumbling, you know, f- uh, fumbling the, you know, when, when he's um, getting the ball hiked to him, fumbling the ball, you know, not even be able to handle the ball off clean, you know, just dropping back and almost falling over his own feet all the time, like overthrowing big tight ends. You know, like, that's a huge target, and he's wide open. Arlen Bruce, not- Arlen Bruce was frustrated, like he was open multiple times, and he just blatantly just right over him. Yeah, and you know, know through way over him, right? And you know that he made those, he connected those passes hundreds of times in practice. Yeah, right. Yep, exactly. It just, just can't correlate to the field. It's just there's something, there's some block there that won't transition that practice to the field. Yep, and if he I, doesn't I, figure that out soon or this week. It's, I mean, he, he's just gonna have to make a change. And Joey Labus, you know, I get it. Like he's probably not ready, but. I would like to see how it could get worse. And at least you're built for the future because well, if yeah. things keep going like this guy for three years again. Yeah. If things keep going like this, we're not going to make a, we'll barely make a bowl game. It's, it's going to be tough. Cause again, we saw in the citrus bowl when we leaned on the defense as hard as we did, they're talented and they're one of the best in the country, but they can only stay out on the field so long time after time after time before they get worn out. And you know, and they can't keep going. You know, Tory Taylor. I'd like to see his. He's probably icing his leg, man. Like that must have been a world record for punts in a game. Like that was insane. He to had broken a record. I can't. Oh. There's got to be some record he broke. I want to know what it is because oh. that was that was the ridiculous, most ridiculous punting I've ever seen in my entire life watching football. I would be, I would be interested to see because you know Pat um, Jason Baker can't forget about him he's one of the you know reggie roby i mean yeah sure they probably would have announced it if it happened in the yeah. stadium yeah. if tory taylor isn't drafted in the next year's nfl draft no punter ever will be ever again <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say so all right moving on guys we all got yep. our picks locked in there so um that we're gonna move on now we got um next up i think this will be a good game we got washington state all the old Cougs um gonna be at wisconsin um, Wisconsin's favored by 15. It's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff on Fox. I think that's going to be a fun one. Um, we're going to start out with the Miller Lite Delight. Matt, what do you, who are you taking in this one, Washington State or Wisconsin? Um, I don't know a whole lot on Washington State. I know Wisconsin's played well in their first game. 15 is a lot of points against Washington State. I still think they're going to – I still think they're going to pull it off, though, so I'm going to take Wisconsin. Okay. All right. Maddie's got Wisconsin. Let's go to um, Marty. We're going to mix it up. Marty, who are you taking in this one? Washington State at Wisconsin. I am. I did a little read up on this. This is going to be the Big Ten power Wisconsin, the usual, the normal Badgers um, against a, a quarterback named Cameron Ward that is supposed to have a breakout season here. He's supposed to be pretty high flying, uh, pretty good arm. So it's going to be kind of the finesse against the uh, the power, but it's in Camp Randall, and I'm I'm going with Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. All right, Kyle, who are you taking in this one? 
I'm also taking Wisconsin. I mean, Camp Randall's a tough, to, tough, tough place to play at. It's a great environment, electric. Um, uh, you know, it's it's even though even though we beat them every single time we went there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm you know I don't I don't know much about Washington State, so I'm taking Wisconsin on this. All right, make it quick. I'm taking Wisconsin too. I think this one's a no-brainer. So that's uh, all clean sweep for the Badgers here. Um, I want to show you guys real quick too. Um, I want to start maybe showing our meme of the week, something that was pretty funny uh, that we shared out on social media. Um, this one wasn't an original. Somebody sent this to me um, and I, I cleaned it up, but um, I don't yeah. know if you guys saw this one. I was showing <laughs> off their new and improved offense. The guy, for, for those of you that are listening on just in your car, it's an older gentleman wearing a shirt that he's getting gifted the same exact shirt that he has on um, showing off the new and improved offense. So um, yeah, thought that was uh thought that was pretty funny. I got That's a good laugh out of that one. Hilarious. It's, it's sad, but I was laughing and crying at the same time. All right. <laughs> I showed a few people when I saw it. Oh, this all right. Funny. Marty, we got Western Illinois at Minnesota. There's no line on this one. Who are you taking, Western Illinois or the Gophers? I am sticking with Minnesota, same as I did last week, and took uh, the 30-some point spread. So I'm going to Minnesota. All right. Kyle, who are you taking in this one? Western Illinois. They're the uh, Leathernecks, right? That's a sweet name. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh, I know a couple <laughs> people that went there. But Minnesota, man, I'm taking them. Um, I mean, I just can't. I just can't. I don't know that much about Western Illinois. I just know they're a little bit smaller. But I have to take Minnesota on it. Yeah. Minnesota's looked really good this year, Matt. Who are you taking here? The Leathernecks or the Golden Gophers? In in Minneapolis. The Gophers? In Minneapolis against Western Illinois. The way Minnesota played last uh, or this last weekend, I mean, there's going to be no – there's no spread. So straight up, it's going to be an easy win for Minnesota. All righty. We're going to keep this train moving here. Um, we really complained about last week so much. It ate up the whole first half of the show. So, well, we'll keep her moving here. Um, Marty, we got Georgia Southern at Nebraska. Now, Nebraska is favored by 21, 630 kickoff on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Southern right now, they're 1-0. Um, they beat Morgan State 59-7 to in week one. Clay Helton, the former USC coach, is their head coach right now in his first season. The sauce. Where are you going on this one, Georgia Southern Nebraska? I'm going Georgia Southern. I don't think uh, I think Nebraska's defense is going to be the weakness this year. I think Georgia will score. I think that Nebraska will win, but not by 22. I think it's going to be closer than that. So or 21. Sorry. So All I'm right. going Georgia Southern. Ooh, Marty locked in one hell of a pick right there. I'm all behind it, Marty. I thought that was a beautiful pick. I'm in a second Marty's pick. I'm taking Georgia Southern as well. I think they're going to have this one up. Um, Nebraska did not impress me at all last week. Not that we have any room to talk. So we'll go with Georgia Southern. Kyle, who's taking in this one? I'm going to hop on that bandwagon, man. I, uh, you know, uh, you know, I want to, I want to stick the knife in Nebraska and twist it. So I'm gonna go with uh, Georgia Southern. All right, <laughs> Adam's rubbing off that. on you. Take that, Nebraska. All right, Maddie Ice. That's, that's who I got to. The Georgia Southern. I just don't think they're gonna cover that spread. Uh, I mean, yeah. 
they've tried this onside kick two weeks in a row now and it hasn't worked both times. I just think that Georgia Southern is going to put up some offense. Like Marty said, I think that Nebraska is obviously going to win this game, but I just don't, they're going to screw up enough to keep Georgia Southern in it by less than 21. I, I I'm getting it. like the way we're picking it. I'm picking Nebraska's not going to cover, but I think Georgia Southern is going to win the game. Oh That's, yeah. Well, and, and they that, very well could. Yeah. I, I I'm picking them to actually win this one. So Mar- Marty, did you pick Nebraska to win, but not cover? Correct. Right. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. It still counts the same though in the end. So I, it's, it's easy to be bold like that one. It's not going to hurt me either way. So, all right, Marty, here we go, buddy. Virginia, two teams with the same exact colors, playing the state that Kyle has is building a real estate empire in, the University of Illinois. If you're looking for a home in the Illinois area, reach out to Kyle Schlicker. We can that was tell a, you how nice, to get a, a nice open house you had, uh, too. I saw that. Oh, uh, thank you. Yes, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. Right. Side, side note, quick question here. Do you have any squatters, people that just show up at the open houses, maybe eat the cookies, use the facilities, stink up the bathroom, oh, yeah. anything we like do. that? We do. Yeah, we do. We have people. That, and, but, you know, me, I'm a bit of a bully, man. Like I, I hound them right off the bat, you know, like shit or get off the pot. What are you doing here? You know? yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't mess around. Are that. you browsing? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not that kind of real estate agent that just lets everyone kind of mill about, you know. Well, what kind? Of, okay, so Kyle, like I'm thinking about selling my house. You're going to have an open house. Lay, lay it out for me. What kind of snacks we have? And is there going to be what kind of ambiance is there going to be? Is there going to be music? You know, what what kind of scene are you going to set to sell my home? Honestly, um, right now, like if you use candles, people automatically think that you're covering something up. Oh, interesting. Uh, no ambience. So, the house smells. There's, there's nothing really. Uh, you know, my first few, like I did cinnamon rolls, I did cookies and stuff like that. But then COVID was really putting a hindrance on stuff. And now it's it's strictly business transaction, man. Like people, you know, like, you know, like as much as I want to like bring, you know, offer beer or, you know, whatever it might be to these <laughs> folks, you know, it's it's a business transaction. So it's... um let's get down to the nitty gritty, you know, like yeah. get rid of all the foo-foo and let's do it. Um, and That's uh, better. yeah, I mean, it's again, open houses, COVID really changed a lot. And again, I wasn't a realtor before COVID. I was a realtor during COVID. So like, that's all I knew. So, yeah. well, you mean you're going to have that cooler full of beer at your open house. You're going to be like, why does Adam and Marty and Matt keep driving all the way out here for my open house? Well, I, I will say this. As soon as it becomes socially within the realtor world acceptable, I'm going to be that guy. Like if I got an open house, like at that one I had where they've got an yeah. awesome backyard and awesome patio, you better believe it. I'm going to have like, I'm going to have drinks out there. Come, come hang out with me on the patio. <laughs> Things might change yeah. a little bit, but can, you know, because if I do that, you got to have fun with it. Um, yeah, and there's some where people don't even show up, so like, I'll drink all that stuff by myself and get drunk at the open house. <laughs> it's way more fun. It's way more fun to negotiate when people got a buzz. Yeah, like you can really make some things happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely need four thousand square feet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Think of all the possibilities. Yeah. Think of all the crap you could fill this house with. You know, like so much more room for activities. Yeah. Kylie, ever watch those like real estate shows, like on TLC and some of that stuff? My wife watches those oh. and just kind of like fantasizing your head, like if I had this real estate organization, I could have Matt, Adam, and Marty working in there. How much fun we'd have! How dynamic of a company this would be, and how counterproductive we would be on Friday afternoons. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, oh yeah. Oh. Possibilities are endless. Yeah, well, the Uber cars would just show up automatically on Fridays. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom, boom. (laughs) Cash and checks and breaking necks. All right, here we go. We got Virginia at Illinois, home of Kyle Schlicker. We're going to start with Kyle in his home state, the land of Lincoln. Who's going to win this one? It's at 3 p.m. on ESPNU. Illinois is favored by three points. You know, I'm going with Illinois on this again, man. I'm a big Brett Bielema fan. I know that they, uh, yeah, they lost this last week. That was kind of tragic to see. Um, and uh, I have a feeling they're going to be bouncing back hard on this. And I uh, don't know that much about Virginia, but um, I'm going with uh, I'm going to Illinois on this. All right, Matt, before we move to you, I'm going to let you know that I'm taking Virginia and Bronco Mendenhall. I think he's one hell of a coach. Came from Boise State. Um, real, wait, yeah, boy, wait, no, was he from Boise State? It was BYU. BYU. I think he was from BYU. One hell of a football coach. Um, I'm going to take the Cavaliers in this one to, to beat Illinois in Champaign. Matt, who are you taking in this one? This is a tough one. Uh, spread's pretty close. Don't know a whole lot about Virginia, um, although that's get some good information, Adam. I I was on the fence there, but I think you pushed me to Virginia. Um, I just think with everything they got going on out there and some struggles I saw Illinois have with Indiana, with you know letting them in at the end and letting them come back, I just don't quite think they're there yet. I think Brett's going to get them there, but. I think Virginia is going to take this one. Yeah, I think I think Bielema's got to move in in the right direction. I think it's just a little too early. He doesn't quite have him there yet. Marty, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Illinois. I'm going with Illinois. Um, they're at home. And I read, I believe, that uh, Virginia, this is going to be their first game of the year. So I think with Illinois, wow. two, two, uh, two games under their belt, I think they, they come through this weekend. All right, Marty, utilizing our research team with that <laughs> stat. That was a good one. I like that. I did not know that, Marty. But I already I'm made my it. pick, and so did Matt. I'm standing by it. I'm sticking with Kyle. I'm telling you, you two losers are going to – you're not going to make it this year. Right. All right, Marty. You keep talking smack, wow. buddy. Right. Wow, losers, man. Yeah, that 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 well that well of Nebraska Hawks Nest gifts is drying <laughs> up as we speak. I'm going right to drink for that one. Uh, all right. Yeah, the new guy's on here running his mouth. We're going to have to put him in his place, Matt. That's fine. All right, Matt, let's put Marty in his place right now, okay? We got Duke, all right, at Northwestern. Sleepy Ryan Field. Um, looks like it seats about 12,000. We make fun of him all the time. Kyle hates teams that wear purple. I get it. It's a very uh, feminine color. Um, but, but Pat, Pat Fitzgerald is a great coach. I think he's a wonderful yeah. coach, runs a great yeah. program. I think he's one of the best coaches in the country. You put him in a top 10 job. I think they're a national title contender. I think that much of it. Um, we're going to start back with over here with Matt. All right, Matt, who are you taking? We got the Dukies at Northwestern, uh, Northwestern favored by seven 11 AM kickoff on FS one. 
Morning game. Those oh. uh, those smart Northwestern players, they probably get up early anyway, so they're used to it. Yeah. Ready to yeah, study. Don't, don't I'm going to take Northwestern. Well, sorry, <laughs> Kyle, what was that? I just could, don't let it fool you. I know some guys <laughs> that went there. They were not smart. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, Fair enough. Hey, Tommy Ruby, the SEAL that played for them. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that a few years ago. Yeah. Yep. I, I worked with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Special Warfare and helped train him for his tryout with Northwestern. Really? He's a great dude, but woo. Uh. <laughs> My friend here is a little slow. Town is that way. <laughs> 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 oh jeez! Oh, I uh, yeah. Anyway, Matt, who are you yes. taking in this? I'm one? taking Northwestern on this one. Uh, I just don't think Duke's got it. Pat Fitzgerald, they look good um, against Nebraska, and I think they're going to keep rolling. So, okay. yep, I think they're going to cover that seven pretty easy. Okay, I'm going to hop in here. Um, I'm going to duplicate that. Um, I'm taking Northwestern to to win this one as well. I think Duke is. On the downhill slide, David Cutcliffe has stuck around way too long. Uh, it's time to make a change there at Duke. Hopefully that'll happen for them next season. He did some good things there, but that uh, that fire has dimmed quite a bit. Uh, Kyle, who are you taking? The the fake, intelligent athletes at Northwestern <laughs> who like to pretend they're smart. And I can tell you in the stands, they do. They act like every time we're chanting IOWA, Every time it doesn't fail. Oh, they know how to spell the name of the school they oh, went to. Geez. And then I turn around and I was like, is that all you got? Like, yeah. put together two or three consecutive decent seasons in a row and then call me. Yeah. Um, you know, the, if you got, if they go <laughs> nine and three, they're going to go three and nine the next year. Like, bank on it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, who do you got in this one? Uh, I'm going to take Northwestern as well, even though people who wear purple, um, it just – you know, it's not intimidating. They just need to wear black all the time or white. But anyway, yeah. um, or yellow. Did you, know, you hear? Did you hear they signed an exclusive deal with Justice for Girls to sell their jerseys in their stores? Did you hear that? <laughs> I thought I did. Justice, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> you threw me off, didn't it, buddy? That was good. That was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gee, you know. All right. Again, I'm a fan of Fitzgerald. Um, I do like what they're doing up there. I joke about it, but they have a solid program. They've got awesome facilities. Somehow, some way, they get you know they get solid teams. Uh, well, mostly solid teams and highly motivated. You know, when I worked up at Naval Special Warfare, man, they would they would practice on the football field on the Navy base, and I would just go and you know kind of watch on the sidelines. And I introduced myself a couple times to Fitz, Fitz uh, and he would. You know, he remembered and all that stuff, but um yeah, I uh I'm going with Northwestern on this one, man. All right. Marty, I have a philosophy in life. If you're a Big Ten school and I can't even go to your town and find a bar that's affiliated with the school whatsoever, there's not even a Northwestern Wildcat bar in all of Chicago, Evanston, anywhere where I can go have beers with other Northwestern fans. So what I love to do when I'm on the road is go to the other schools, bars like Purdue, Indiana, you know, every Illinois, everybody has their team bars, Northwestern squad douche. Nothing. That's because they're all inside their big homes with mahogany libraries and reading books. Like <laughs> mahogany mother, you know. libraries. Yeah. That sounds yeah, like an you know, empty like... existence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I have uh, many leather-bound books and yeah. it smells yeah. of rich mahogany. Yeah, you're so fancy. They can, they can just sniff you. They can sniff your IQ, and they just don't. You know, <laughs> they don't even bother. They well, they they're apparently sitting at home looking at framed pictures of their report cards on the wall. Marty, <laughs> what what's going to happen to this game? Want to know Duke at, at Northwestern? We've been bagging on Northwestern again a lot. Uh, who are you taking in this one, Sauce? I'm on the bandwagon with uh, going with Northwestern. Duke's a basketball school, and they beat Templeton last week. It wasn't impressive, so I'm going with Northwestern. Okay. All right. Well, boys, we got this done in record time, under 45 minutes. So congratulations. (laughs) All right. Well, and then we got to bring up to everybody listening, this weekend we are having our Nebraska Hawks Nest Game Watch uh, and I'm going to let Marty tell us a little bit about the location, what you know about it, and what everybody can expect from it. It's in uh, Gretna, Nebraska, right on the near the corner of uh, Highway 370 and Highway 31, and just two blocks from the police station. Just giving you a warning here. <laughs> <laughs> Little bar, uh, Thirsties, uh, the owner, I worked with her for 25 years, and she retired like me, but she bought a bar. and. Uh, Trying to make a little bit of an earning there. So nice place. And we're having lots of food and lots of drinks. Hopefully an Iowa Hawkeye victory. Hopefully that idiot that hosts this podcast, Adam, is completely wrong about that pick. Um, the Miller Light Delight, Matt Meyer, will be there. Um, Marty, the sauce is going to be there. Kyle can't make it. You can't take weekends off if you're building a real estate empire. No, Bruce Wayne knows that himself. So I mean, hey. I get it. But I will, I, uh, I'll have to double check with my wife. I'm pretty sure we actually bought tickets to the Iowa-Illinois game. So did I. Yeah. We will be making that trip. Uh, but okay. anyway, we, we can talk about that later. All right. I got my hotel booked. I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I'm, the wife and I are going to that one. Matt is still a maybe on that one. That's around Harvest, so he's got to feed America. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough in October for me. Yeah, yeah that makes I sense. Get, I and I haven't been to the good, shoot. What's that? I was just going to say, I need to get myself a good A&F uh, hat or something. I'm Damn right. I'm a trucker hat guy, man. I got to get, uh, get, uh, get a good A&F one. Yep. Yeah. I know a guy that sells uh, some of these Nebraska Hawks nest ball caps. We might be able to get one your way yeah. if, if you want. But those you can't beat those A&F ball caps. Those are sick. Those so, are really nice. All right, guys, close it out. If you guys are still listening to the pod, make sure to like, subscribe, share, send it out, share with your friends. We appreciate it. Thanks for sticking with us. And as always, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.